everyone. Welcome to the Felicity Optimist versus Cynic podcast with us, your hosts, Melissa and Fish. This is a Felicity Rewatch podcast. We'll watch an episode each week and join you here to talk about it. And a reminder, the same one we always give, this is not a spoiler-free podcast, so be warned. We could mention things that come up in future episodes of the show. I am Melissa, and I'm here with my glorious co-host, Fish. Fish, how are you doing today? Glorious. Um, Yeah, this is an episode. Lot of stuff. Sure was. Which episode was it? You might be asking yourself. Well, let me tell you. It was season four, episode 11. A perfect match. This one originally aired December 19th, 2001. This is going to be your mid-season finale right here. It was written by Julie Blumberg and Joy Gregory and directed by our favorite, or one of them anyway, I think, Lawrence Trilling. Yay. And the episode description is a lengthy one. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) It is this. The collegiate drama's winter hiatus is preceded by a fateful storm. Thanks to the weather, which delays her flight home for the holidays, Ben manages to catch Felicity in time to tell her he wants to get back together. Felicity embraces the idea without hesitation, but Ben has one more bridge to cross before he can fully focus on their relationship. The snowfall has also delayed the arrival of his father's donor liver, and Ben must weigh the consequences of letting his mother donate part of her own. Meanwhile, Noel and Sean embark on a joint business venture. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Podcast over. That was a lot. <laughs> no, we did it. So um that, that's that's what we're talking about. And they did pretty well, I think. Um, lots of big words. So clearly the uh the intern that they had this time really watched the show and used a thesaurus. Sure. You all, it's the same person every time who writes the ones that start the collegiate drama. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, well, we, the, I feel like this is an episode split in two. There's like the pre them getting back together and post them getting back together. Okay. To me, it feels like that anyway. I don't know. But we're going to start with the pre as you logically would. So (laughs) we're going to get Ben knocking on Felicity's door. Mm -hmm. It's late. Very. She probably got woken up by the knock, but anyway, he just got out of the, from the hospital. We're going to get a really whispery, (laughs) long pausey kind of conversation between these two. Yes. This episode was in general, very whispery. Yeah. A lot of whispers, a lot of, yeah, yeah, that was high in whisper for those of you who (laughs) needed the, who needed a little help with that over the podcast. I'm going to have to, to amplify that. Yeah. Well, well, then I wouldn't be a whisper fish. Um, yeah, I just think, uh, your whispers deserve to be heard. Oh, yeah. As do theirs. Um, it boy is it a whispery conversation. And Ben, it's like Ben just doesn't know what he's doing there or why he's he's just he just it this is to me shades of freshman year post robbery 
when mm. Ben just keeps calling and showing up and they're having these <laughs> late night conversations and it kind of seems like that's happening again, but not out of his trauma, out of hers, you know? I mean, he's showing up and he has the Felicity smiles. He has them oh. for for good part of, you know, the whole episode, even when things aren't going so great. It's Did like you see he them here her. in this scene? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He knocks on the door. He's like, you know, did I wake you up? I'm just here to say hi. And he's got the Felicity smiles. Good. It's like, and, and he's there to say things like, oh, yeah. And my dad doesn't have a liver and my mom's a match. But I'm like, I'm going to give you my best Felicity smile while giving you loads of exposition. Yeah. And also not like the cheeriest. No. Right. It's like, oh, well, that information doesn't normally elicit such a smile, but okay. Maybe there's something comfortable about go like being able to share information like this with her. I don't know. I think he just can't not like, like he's he's now in a space where he wants to be with her. And when he sees her, it's not all pain. Yeah. And so he's back to the like, this is this is his face when he sees Felicity. Oh, Benjamin. Well, but yeah, what he's delivering isn't great. I mean, dad hasn't gotten a liver. Mom's a match, but dad won't let her donate it or a piece of her liver. That's, you know, Mm -hmm. not ideal anything. Nothing about this is ideal. Um, And then Felicity's going to share that she's going home for the break. Nice long pause there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, ah, okay i mean i did really like the lighting on this um i mean it made both of them look gorgeous obviously it's early in the morning uh slash late at night but it must be late at night but i you know i thought they had nice lighting um but felicity is she's a little confused i guess is the word yeah she's like all right ben look <laughs> you're stopping by and you're calling and that's great and she Love says just wanted to point out she says the last few weeks so yeah. uh, my assumption here is that it's been a few weeks since the fire mm-hmm. although that doesn't make a lick of sense doesn't matter we're not dealing with uh, time, time is a construct <laughs> 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 let's just be clear yeah. the fire happened weeks after thanksgiving and it's still before christmas that so, that is correct. I don't know. Um, that's we're just gonna have to ignore a lot of time stuff. Yeah. Um, um hey, whatever. Um... But the thing is, <laughs> he's been doing this a lot. This is not the yeah. first time that Ben is knocking on her door. Um, you know, we've seen a call post fire. We're seeing this. This is not the only stuff that he's been doing. And you know, he's still going to the hospital and everything, and I think he's now that he's kind of i think he trusts her now that he's starting to trust her he's starting to rely on he's been his mo right so he he's just keeps coming back um and she's there for him except she's she's kind of calling him out on it yeah she's like you know he keeps stopping by but then you're pulling away and it's hurting me. 
Yeah. And he's like, sorry. Yeah. And that was a whisper, <laughs> but I was whisper. trying to make it audible. Yep. Yeah, perfect. Like it. Perfect. Great stuff. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, no. See, here's the deal. If you want yeah. to start over, I wouldn't hesitate a second. Yeah. Like, just say the word. Like, literally, please say the words. Yeah. But that's not what you're saying, is it? She asks. And he answers with no words. Zero words. So just silence. And sad, sad music. She's like, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Got it. Um, I'm going to go back to bed. Closes the door in his face. And he just kind of stands there and has what I consider to be a very loud swallow. There's yeah. there's just like an audible swallowing. Yeah, and there's like, the old, all hey. right, have a good break. Yeah. That will be all. I just can't. <laughs> like, I'm going to bed. Count me Pretty out. Much. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't say, like, don't come back. She's just like, uh, all right, well, got it. Like, this is the page. Guess we're both on it. Yeah, I mean, I guess it needed to be said, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's she, she's giving him a nudge because what's he doing? He doesn't know. He's he's not. He's taking enough initiative to have the conversations, but I think she needs some clarity here. Um, mm-hmm. Should she be walking on eggshells? <laughs> or is this thing normal, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I think also she just wanted to let him know like where she stood. Like this this thing you're doing here has a time clock, you know? Yeah. There's only so much I can take. Yeah. But then after that, yes. You know, I I don't know. So okay, well let's go to let's go to Javier. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, first I want to say, I mean, Felicity has come so far in the decorating department since mm-hmm. season one. I mean, her room looks great. They've painted it. She's got a nice bedspread. There is nary, nary a bike helmet. Nary to be found. Wow um huh. but she's okay. packing up some stuff she's packing up some stuff she's the thing that she first holds up is the necklace that ben gave her post robbery you know this is really coming together for me <laughs> as i said those words and after the thing i said at the start of this i think i'm supposed to be remembering <laughs> the robbery um hmm. we'll call, so she we'll takes that then. little necklace she puts it in a box full of Ben stuff because I guess that's what she thinks just happened. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess. I don't yeah. feel like that was exactly communicated, but. It wasn't, but maybe the lack of a yes felt like a no to her. I don't know. Uh, she's not torching the box. So that's good. Yeah, um, I mean, she's good. She's keeping it. I would assume she's not going to like give it back to him or throw it out a window. And apparently this is how people deal with breakups. I've never had a breakup box. Um, but not only does 
Felicity have one? Apparently Javier also did the same thing with Samuel's stuff. But he's yeah. not going to say that quite yet. Well, first he's going to enter and he's going to really hassle her about the fact that he was able to just walk in. Because uh-huh. yeah. the door was not unlocked. was not locked. Yeah. Because uh, I he walks in the room and he starts talking about like Iowa or Indiana or something like that. And I wrote down, how did he get in? Mm-hmm. And then he proceeds to berate her about locking the door, which fair deserved. Yeah. Lock your freaking door. Yeah. My how quickly they forget James. Yeah. Um, Someone almost died. And you almost lost Ben to a blonde haired lady. Yeah. So, my how quickly we forget all that. Hmm. Hmm. Well, yeah, so then Javier gets over it and they're going to talk. He's going to, you know, reminisce about packing up stuff. But he figures they can make themselves feel better by going to the snowball. He he wants everybody to go. Yes, he's invited everyone. He's got tickets. And I, I love that Rita's in this. He, I love, I love that Javier, which... Okay, I get it. He's still in school and therefore gets to bring a date ish. Um, yeah, he's invited everyone. And well, Rita's in school too. Ish. Well, that she's in the that same depends class on if the acting class is part of the school, which we never actually decided. I would assume that it is. Okay. Well, yeah. then there you go. Megan is eventually going to be in the same class. So weird. Yes. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and say, I think this one's through the school. So Rita also has access to the snowball. Um, But Felicity declines because she's flying out today. Got to go. You know, we can't, can't do it, Javier. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, she'd like to say yes, because we know how much she likes to say yes to things. Yeah especially when she's not able to do them. But yeah, this one, actually, there are flight plans. Sure. Can't change those. So she's flying Mm -hmm. out today. And um, we're going to head over to the loft because I'm so satisfied that you asked a question. Was it just (laughs) last episode? It was. And I actually thought later, I was like, oh, well, no, yeah, he needs an idea, a visionary kind of person. How, like, how was my immediate thought not Sean? I don't like, know. You went through just about every other character, and I was giggling I, to myself quietly. It's silly. It's silly. Silently. Um, of course it's yeah. Sean. Sure is. So, I mean, like, the payoff, of, it was almost immediately after you asked that question. Yeah. So, uh, clearly he really did need a partner <laughs> uh, yes um, yeah he absolutely did and you know what so does sean that's true i that's mean they true. need each other sean's the visionary sales guy and noel is clearly the operations so hopefully this will work out because they're adorable uh-huh. um but my first thought was noel's still in the loft you're reading my mind right so (laughs) wasn't it not like maybe two episodes ago that megan was like when is this man leaving the loft right 
And then yeah. after the fire, he was just still living in a loft. And uh-huh. then he's still just living in a loft. Yeah. Maybe he's just wait, trying to wait Ben out. You know, like Ben's going to graduate eventually. Surely he won't be staying in New York. <laughs> Definitely a possibility. Um, I think he's, you know, very focused on this new thing that he's doing. Um, but I guess if if he and Sean are going to go into business together, then maybe that gives him a little bit more leeway with the whole I'm a squatter currently dilemma. Yeah. If I, if I really sit here and try to think about it, I'm pretty sure he never moves out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cause I have a lot of, I have some upcoming scenes in my head. I have a scene from like almost the end of the season proper where he's still there so i I don't know just ignore the whole he was thinking about moving out thing yeah i mean look my prediction was he would get an apartment and then zoe would burn it down and he wouldn't be able to leave because of course he can't leave and i said they're not going to let him leave so there was a fire and he's still there so i feel like i get half credit on that okay uh probably not but that's fine that's fair. Um, yeah, so <laughs> we're in the loft, Noel's on his computer, and Sean enters pretty excited because he went over to 8th Street Sporting Goods to pitch Schmegan shirts, but instead ended up pitching a whole new website to yes. the owner of the store. Yes. And so he says, we got a client meeting. And Noel's like, that's fantastic. Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. Yeah, so Sean pitches himself to Noel. He's like, look, I can get you business is what's going to happen here. Noel has some reservations. He's like, you know what? I don't know about this whole mixing friends and business thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sean's already in business with his wife, so clearly he has no boundary issues. Mm -hmm. Um, He's like, it'll be fine. Well, Trial basis. Trial basis. It's cool. Don't like yeah. it, we won't do it. Yeah. So Noel agrees. I mean, it's a reluctant agreement. It's he an agreement. He did just get a client, though. So No, he didn't. He's well, about to go through a, a completely unrealistic process. Yes. Um, he got a lead on a potential client. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So, okay. Let's go to the hospital where in one of the sweetest moments of Ben and his dad, (laughs) Ben is watching TV while his dad stares at him concerned. Oh, I thought he was asleep at first. Uh, Well, he's going to, his dad's, regardless, he looks over at Ben and he's like, hmm, something's wrong with this kid. So he articulates it. He says, what's wrong? Actually, I already know. Lauren no. <laughs> told me that you broke up with Felicity. I'm guessing she probably didn't then mention what happened, but all right. Probably not. Mm-mm. Ben's like, oh, I just, you know, I didn't want to do You have more important things to worry about. Dad's like, more important than my son's happiness? Heck no. <laughs> this is, you know, welcome to, welcome to new dad. Welcome. I guess. I mean, um, you know, so he's going to say, you know, his dad's going to say what happened. 
And Ben's basically just going to come out and say, well, she cheated. Mm. And dad, of course, very helpfully says, oh, sorry. Yeah. But I'm noticing in this episode, people have a lot of stances in their advice for Ben. They have like Mm -hmm. clear, definitive opinions about what he should be doing. And they deliver it not so softly, but softly enough, I guess, that he, he takes it on board in every case. I mean... Ben seems to need a little direction at this point. I think that Ben, I don't know if it's that he needs direction or that we're supposed to take it that he's so transparently, like, what he needs is so transparent to the people around him that they can just say it and it is the nudge that he needed. You know, like, I don't know. Um, I also don't know exactly how, like, what Lauren communicated to him and how it came across. Was it like, you're broken up and it kind of seems like he wants to be back together with her. I don't know. Yeah, could have said that. Um, But I I don't know. I kind of like the whole Socratic method that his dad goes through here. He's like, sorry, but you love her. Right. Uh, But you think she might do it again? No. No. And then he's like, well, then, you're stupid and prideful. Way to go, Dad. And, and Ben's like, no, it's not that. Like, but well, he no, doesn't know it? what it is. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't know what it is. Yeah, he can't put his finger on it. Dad's like, you know what? No more questions. <laughs> Story time. Yay. It's like, look, I've had a lot of time to think lying here in this bed. And you know what I came to the conclusion of? I, I decided love someone yeah it's the only we'll thing that together. really matters uh yeah sure all right but apparently something else that really matters is um you know if you're alive or not yeah so we're gonna get we're gonna get ben's mom rushing into the room being like oh my goodness it's this is so wonderful um he rolls his face the whole face lights up you know yeah just exudes happiness yes she's like you've got it you've got the liver like i know you said i couldn't do the surgery i get it you just yelled at me stop it um it's coming in from philadelphia on the way like a happy family moment and it's like a full celebration you know mom and dad are so happy and she leans down to you know to hug him and ben sees his parents being all affectionate and happy and he smiles he he's just takes him a second yeah first he's a little wary and then he's like all right i will smile now Mm mm-hmm well, I kind of feel like it had to hit him. What I what I'm assuming is is happening here is it's not really very much reluctance at all because this this interaction is the thing that prompts him to go and fix things with Felicity. So, as much as it. you and I can analyze this and think, what kind of baggage? You know, like it's yeah. this happy scene. But he's probably seen happy love bombing scenes before between his parents that were followed by devastation. Yeah. So, like, we can look at it like 
oh, this is the continuance of a cycle. But I, I don't know. Like, are we supposed to be bleak or optimistic about the fact that he's about to get back together with Felicity on the back of seeing this? I mean, I'll probably be bleak and you'll be optimistic. I mean, that's the way it goes. Uh, I don't know if it's so much bleak as uh, cynical, but for me, I think the stuff that his dad had to say. Excuse me, did you just debate with me bleak versus cynical? Yeah, those are two different words. Such a cynic. (laughs) <laughs> like no some may say use the right words Melissa. correct um bleak. no cynical yes okay well i don't think it's bleak i think it's cynical there's a difference i think it you didn't bleak. use a different word for optimist but i think it could be bleak but do you think it could be something other than optimistic hopeful there you go so sure. you're gonna be hopeful all right, you be hopeful, I'll be bleak, and we'll balance each other out. Okay. Um, so I so, think it's really what his dad said, um, right. and, and frankly, the fact that he was kind of already there. Uh, I guess I didn't, I, I think there was probably a little bit of a high going on with the, you know, the liver's coming, and like, what's really important? And he's in a happy place. And now apparently he's, you know, he's, that's how he feels. Yeah. Or it also could be, and you know, we don't get his thought process here and I don't know that we need to, but it could also be like, well, he's, he's put together. He's that he's, you know, he always wants to go to Felicity with the bad news, but maybe in this moment, he also wants to go to her with the good stuff. And Maybe, you know, he sees them hugging and he's just thinking like, ah, I want to tell Felicity about this. He doesn't run to tell her that, but he runs to like that, you know, that realization may be like, you know, I'm noticing a pattern (laughs) that every time I have something to share with a person, I always want to share it with Felicity. Maybe I should just be with her. (laughs) Could be. Could be, but we don't get there quite yet. First, we have to go back to a scene between Javier, Felicity, Megan, and Elena all at Felicity's apartment. In the kitchen. And Javier is just going to drop a little, you know, uh, little information. He's on the phone. He's talking to Rita. Seems like they're friends now. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they are going to do video dating. And as much as I'm not a huge fan of all the apps and the internet dating, I am so glad that I never had to go through the video dating. Yeah. Um, We don't actually see what this looks like just yet, but we will. It's not Mm. pretty. It's not pretty. No. But they're going to... They're making... They're setting a date to help each other pick their dates, I guess. They're, they want to work through it together. Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh, you'd need someone, right? Both for like moral support, but also I feel like everyone's got to come off creepy. So you need someone there to be like, no, that's really creepy. Yeah. And like, mm, that might just be the format. Yeah. It seems fair. Yeah. It seems fair. Well, 
they're we're going to interrupt this moment, this the setup of their plot line for Felicity to say goodbye to everybody in the room because she does have to get on her flight. So she's going to go away. She says goodbyes, except except to Megan, who doesn't do goodbyes. Nope, not a thing. No, no hugs. Still no hugs. Yeah. But I'll stay consistent with that for her for the rest of the season, too. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed this moment where Felicity walks outside, she's got her stuff, and she like self-assuredly gets herself a taxi. Mm-hmm. I was like, look how far you've come. Good job. Yeah. We're gonna get so um we're gonna get some music here. Uh so I I looked up what was originally in the episode and then also there's what i heard on the dvd and and i have no idea what you heard but i wanted to share the the first two versions so the one i heard on the dvd was leah longo's breathe which is okay the lyrics are appropriate it's an okay song um not my absolute favorite but it's nice then i looked up the original and it was chantal kreviazic's far away if that's how you say her last name. And I think she was a pretty big deal artist. And um, it's that song, So Far Away From Me. And although it's it's beautiful, it is a beautiful song. And I do wish I would have seen this scene with that, with that music to it. But the lyrics don't make sense hmm. to me. Um, so like we had generic music for most of this. Um, there were a couple of times where I picked out some lyrics, but there was a, there was a lot of changing of music, uh, like in between each scene and sometimes in the middle of a scene. Yeah. Uh, we all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but it didn't strike me. Like there was nothing where I was like, oh, like the music is making this scene, but it also, you know, other than the music um, i'm guessing that both of those artists were too big to get this approved for streaming um, probably is is what i think happened there but to me it seemed like they had really put some effort into this song for a big moment um yeah okay. this whole thing is going to be a montage yes which it's i gonna like be, yeah I it's like going to be this. felicity grabbing the cab confidently hailing it like you said mm-hmm. ben is going to leave the hospital and then they look up and she looks up and he look up and there's snow coming down little flakes of snow (laughs) (laughs) it's not pink this time no it wasn't a ton of snow snow, but it was snow um okay so that's good and then ben's like gotta go and he starts running yeah lots of running a lot of running it's like Just running, a lot of Ben running, and more running, and then slow motion running, running into the camera. Yeah, lots running lots around people running. on the crowded streets of New York, mm-hmm. running, and then a bus cuts in front of him, but he's still running, and you could see it through the glass window. That's yep. a Lawrence trilling move, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> we had a couple. We had a couple of those. Yeah, like I liked this one. There's a thing he does later that I'm like, why are you doing this? Um, <laughs> But, but this, you know, this scene I thought was done nicely. Okay. And then where does he run first? He runs to Felicity's apartment, even though we know she's not there anymore. That's correct. Gosh. 
but he thankfully he runs straight into javier who's leaving mm-hmm. to go and check out his many many options for video dating um and ben just like felicity and Where javier's is she? like whoa okay dude you missed her she's left an hour ago for the airport and ben's just like what airport what airline where is Felicity? And Javier says LaGuardia. He's like, I'm going to LaGuardia. Um, <laughs> Javier wants to know if he can come. Yeah. Ben says, and hard no. no. That's no. a hard no. But uh, but Javier's like, oh, it's so romantic. Yeah. Music's still playing. And then we, then we cut to the airport at the gate where Felicity <laughs> is waiting because her flight's been delayed. Just, just reading and i get what you're saying about september 11th yes he would have to purchase the ticket um but you know what we didn't see any of that part of it it's not like he ran through like security or anything and like well didn't have a ticket. i don't feel like think about pre 9 11 and how many films had these like great airport scenes the gate yeah um and while you could do it now, it'd be like, okay, so you run, you run, mm-hmm. <laughs> you run, and then you buy a ticket, and then you stand in line at security yep. for a hot minute, <laughs> and then you get like, you know, you go through the little scanner thing yep. with your hands. <laughs> Correct. Like it's less romantic. It's not. Well, like, but is all it less of the romantic? Gets killed by that, you know. I don't know. It's like. On the one hand, there's no like mad passionate dash. On the other hand, you have to be really committed to finding this person. Sure. You know, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if anybody is trying to do run up to somebody standing in line at security and talk through a whole like uh, the 200 people standing in line <laughs> have a moment with somebody who's like halfway in in totally embedded within the people i think if anybody is if anybody knows if anybody's tried to do a scene like that <laughs> i would be interested because i think that's the adaptation that is probably more yeah. modern day but it's not cinematic unless you no. do it just like what i said and then it's weird i don't know yeah I'd watch it though. But I guess this is one of the, I assume that they filmed this pre 9 11. Yeah. And then they were like, can we do, can we make it? No, we're just leaving. It's fine. Whatever. That or they cut out like him like running through security or whatever he had to do. Can you imagine (laughs) if like, as they start kissing, he's tackled by. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> like what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we can't have nice things anymore. I know. Nope. But you know what? We can have this. Because Ben, he gets there, he's out of breath. And what does he say? He's like, I just thought you're you might be here because of a delay because of the snow the flake that came down that I saw <laughs> I was like <laughs> their snow right. machine was not really <laughs> producing much yeah but okay yeah you're there 
Yeah, and he misses her and he wants to start over and they kiss. Yeah, this actually it was a very nice scene. It's a very nice Even scene. Even your cynic was like, oh yes. All right. And I had um music my music in the background had the lyric uh just said over and over again, uh, like you want someone who can let you breathe. Mm-hmm. So it was appropriately romantic. At which point we might I, have had the same song. It's possible. Um, at which point I put a little note to the side saying his dad's going to die. Ah, uh, yes. But well, you know, before we get that, we're going to get the little. But the that little... didn't happen. So I was like, hey, you know, good yeah. on the show for not going down my cynical route of let's take the most romantic moment and just assume it's going to end in death. Yeah. Well, it ends in- Inevitably we know it will, but yeah, it ends yeah. in a concerning moment for sure. But, um, so yeah, they're kissing. He's like, wait, you're not leaving. Are you? She's like, no, I'm, no. no. And then they <laughs> this hug. Is the start of his like desperate grabbing onto Felicity moments. This was a rough episode for Ben. Poor Ben. Um, he had what a, the best times and the worst of times is what I'm telling you. Um, yeah, I mean, this snowstorm came with the trade-off. It did, yeah. But this was this really was a sweet moment of connection between the two. I liked, I did like this scene, and I just really felt they just acted so well. Good. I mean, it was a good kiss. I'm not gonna lie, but it was also a good like. It was a good hug with Carrie Russell kind of like basically crying. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I just, I actually really did feel what this felt like for them. Um, and I mean, he's, he came and he said the exact thing that she said he needed to say, right? Yeah. She's like, if you want to start, you know, you say you want to start over right now, this second at the door, instead of just breathing heavily, I'm in. Mm-hmm. And so he runs there and he says that. So it's like, all right, well, yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cut to. So now we're going to be, so we're at Ben's room looking for Well, this, we're outside Ben's room. Yeah, looking, looking through, through the snow the into the window at them. I liked it. I did. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, it's another, it's another one. Like, and then we get to come inside with them. Yeah, yeah. You like those those moments where they start from outside the window. I do. Yeah. Um, so they're in bed. It's the morning after. He kisses her awake. Yeah, he's just he's just laying there watching her sleep, but not in a creepy stalker way. Just in a you She's know. in my bed. Yeah. Right. Like the happy. And Yay. and here again we get the Felicity smiles. Yeah. And Ben's just got all the rose-colored glasses on. And he's like, what should we do today? Felicity's like, everything. He's like, but what first? Um, Ben's like, well, okay, first I have to go to the hospital. But then what? He's like, how about we go on a date? And she's like, date? Well, the thing is, I, I was invited last night to go to the snowball dance. Yeah. I mean... I guess there's an extra ticket for him. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what happened there. I, I assume Javier hadn't bought him one, but all right, sure. Um, 
And then she wants to go sledding. Yeah. And probably I'm, the other way around. Probably. Yes. Yeah. First she says, let's go to the dance. And then she says, we should go sledding. But, but I think she actually said that let's go sledding. Order. But I think she really needs to consider like sledding in a nice dress. Not going to work. Um, <laughs> but Ben's just like, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. He's like, everything, yes. It's all perfect. And this is the best day knock- ever. Yes. Ring. Well, but there's a knock on the door. And I just loved his, like, He's smiling. He's looking at Felicity. He's like, yes, yes, yes. Go away. I mean, he's so forceful. (laughs) Go away. Yeah. (laughs) Like nothing interrupt this moment. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, Megan is going to have, she has the phone in her hand. It's Ben's mom. Ben grabs the phone from Megan. Megan sees Felicity. She's like, oh. Right. She didn't know where. Well, she didn't know that Felicity was there. No, she did not. So Felicity's like, he came to the airport. Yeah. And Megan just says, ha ha. Don't you ever doubt my spells. When have we ever doubted her spells? Seriously. They work. That's one of my big problems. Remember with the nutmeg? Sure, but I this doesn't feel like a clove inspired. No, yes, it, it, I was fine with this. I was like, eh, just sure. Take your credit. Take feels your like they're trying to build up to it. You know, it feels legit. Yeah, it does. So Ben comes back in. The mood is altered, but she's still she. So Megan's like, nicely done. Yeah. to Ben, but he is not he is not in the same place as he was when he left the room. No. Now he is head in hands, Ben. Yeah, he sits at bed. the foot of the bed and he's just distraught is the word I would use for him. Yes. City wants to know what's up. He says, that storm, hey, remember the storm that delayed your plane? It also delayed the plane that's carrying, so it delayed the plane that's carrying the liver but the answer is the dad, his dad won't get it. So does that mean that it was only preserved for the exact length of time for the flight? Um, How does this work? And I do think there would be a helicopter, but yeah, what'll happen is uh, it's only good for, you know, X amount of time after it has been removed from the body. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, if they can't get it to Ben's dad, they're probably going to give it to whoever they can get it to that's on the list. So it's oh. probably going to someone in that somebody local, in somebody Philly. in Philly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, the more, you know, okay. So uh, there's that. And now Felicity is, you know, she's just, she's going to give them the best hug, the behind the the hug from behind but she's like really enveloping him she's like i've got you yeah this moment's not good yeah she's she's good with that i mean she's been playing this supportive for quite a while it's nice that she can do it authentically now yeah yeah well we are going to head over to eighth street sporting goods where we're going to meet Eric, the business owner. Correct. Sean and Noel are pitching. Well, in full suits. They've mm-hmm. both shown up in 
full suit and tie. They have slightly different styles, they you do. might say. Mm -hmm. Sean's... Wait, you noticed a, like a style? Like a, ah, you're not talking about the clothes, are you? No, I'm talking about the pitches. Yeah, okay. Yep. Who <laughs> <laughs> would you... I was hey, surprised I'm, there for My a name is Melissa. <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, fish. Okay. Um, Go ahead. Sean's all, this is how dreams are made, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> and Noel's like, here's an, an example of what yours could look like that I've already mocked up. For, for It's his own mock-up. Yes, for, for his school. own website. Yeah. Um, very important to know that, right? And so Eric, you can see that Eric kind of bristles every time Sean talks and he's interested <laughs> well, he every says, time Noel does. I don't want to be pushed. I mean, and Sean's like, how about shoved? <laughs> yeah. Maybe like wrestled? You want to <laughs> wrestle? Tickle uh. fight? <laughs> um, yeah. Eric doesn't like Sean. Let's face it. No. Um, so then Eric's like, okay, so I really want to see something, basically my site, but haven't paid for it yet. So I'll, just if you could just mock something up, but oh, shoot, uh, I'm going to be on, I'm going to be away. Uh, can I see it tomorrow? Sean's like, yeah, you bet. And Noel's like, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, Noel loses. And so this wouldn't happen, guys. This, this, this isn't a thing. Noel would not mock up an entire site to get the job. I don't know. Honestly, one, the force of nature that is Sean. And two, this is his first client and he's never potential client and he's never run a business before. I Guess can not. see this This happening. is a hard pass. This is a heck no. This is a <laughs> Let me show you in a way that's not building your whole site, a mm -hmm. visual of what this might look like. And you might like do that in pen and paper. Yeah. Or like just, just like visual designs, but not no. a whole HTML like no. <laughs> situation. You're not going to be coding this thing. You're not no. going to be making fully fleshed out animations. This is a big ask and something Everybody should say no to if they have a business. Um, this is from like the marketing business expert here. What you should do. Now, we're in fact going to see the exact opposite, what you should not do. And don't think for a second that this is how things should work. That's what we're hearing from our optimist. Yeah. I, like, this is just not fair. Like, that's like, this is, this is like the people who say, do all of your work for free because it's exposure. Um, mm -hmm. People can't pay bills <laughs> with exposure exposed. is the thing. Um, so, hey, I get that they're trying to get a client here. Fine. But do not make this a business First practice. Clients. Yeah. And also... Again, let's remember Sean because on the way out, he's got a few uh, few things you'd like to pitch in terms of names. Blumberg Crane Graphics. Mm -hmm. No, don't like that. How about Shul Non? Shul Non. Wow. Sean Noel Graphics. I feel like I do that a lot. Just not 
into it. He's like, stop it. I'm like, also, I'm currently in a fight has, with you. <laughs> yeah, he's got a ton of work right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we're going to go over to the hospital where we have Felicity and Ben. Mom is and, crying. Yeah, I was going to say Felicity and Ben and Ben's mom and dad. Yeah, well, his dad's unconscious. His mom is crying. Hooked back up to the ventilator, which yeah. let's remember, he did not want to be on in the first place. Yeah. Um, it's awkward. It's yeah, it's not a good day. So I was wondering about how they were going to do this. So Ben's like, hey, mom, you remember Felicity? And she's like, oh, yeah, nice to see you again. And I'm sitting here thinking she never met her. <laughs> Tell me when you met her. Name one lived, time you met they her. lived in Palo Alto. Remember, she saw her, didn't... Well, Felicity she saw some version dad. of her. No, no, no. At the okay, graduation, graduation, the first but episode. Ben wouldn't have introduced his first mom to Felicity. <laughs> he didn't... She was fighting with her. She walked away. Felicity came up and shared the yearbook. She's like, hey, I'm Felicity, remember? Um, well, remember when really they had the, like... The week before he left for Mexico when they drove across country, maybe she met him then. Her then. Maybe. You, they've been dating a while. I feel like sure, it's not. But it doesn't mean she's met his mom. But name one break they've spent together. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. If only Colorado had turned out as mom. I would know. Have but then they would have been in Colorado. I, I, I was like, BS. BS. <laughs> Ben's mom, one time you've met this woman. Um, Like, uh, his mom is not in a proper state of mind at this point in time. So Ben could have said, like, hey, mom, meet my turtle. And she would have been like, nice to meet you, turtle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, so, you know, his mom's still crying. And she she wishes she could see Felicity again under better circumstances. But here we are. Yes. And it's a little, little awkward. It's a little awkward. Felicity thinks it's so awkward. She's like, you know, your your family's having a moment. I haven't met your mom. She thinks she knows me. I'm gonna yeah. go outside. And, yeah, Ben's, Ben asks uh, her like, to no. stay. Yeah, this is gonna be a recurring theme for Ben. Yeah, like, do not leave my side. Pretty much. Um, so his mom is has reopened the conversation she's like i want to donate part of my liver i've already scheduled the surgery yeah this part i was like remember when you were like can you donate part of your liver like how many Mm -hmm. times have you seen this like how did you not know Um, it's here in the script i (laughs) during an episode that i would have been a number of of times i stopped partway into season two really you don't you don't watch the airport episode? I haven't watched season four as many times as I've watched the other seasons. Hmm. All right. For so many of the reasons that I've already shared. <laughs> That's fair. That's you fair. know, I mean, yeah. i.e. Lauren and Trevor and uh, time travel. And yeah. I, I mean, I just need I go on anyway. So, um, well, Okay, so this is a rough conversation. This is a really hard conversation. Somehow, I'm guessing his mom just doesn't know he has power of attorney. 
or doesn't know what power of attorney is. I, I don't know, um, right? I I mean, she I don't seems know. very sweet, but there is nothing like that we have seen of her that sure screams she's like an effective advocate or smart, like smart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it um, could be right. Like, I I don't know how she thinks decisions were getting made before when his dad, when her husband was in. Doubt she thought about it. Straits. Yeah, maybe not. Um, Ben reiterates that dad didn't want that. And he says, no, she's like, you, you don't have the right. He's like, I do actually. It's called power of attorney. Um, but also when has Ben ever like actually followed the power of attorney? I was like, you hypocrite. He's back on a ventilator, which he said he didn't want. Yeah. Ben has a vested interest in following this particular instruction, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, his mom's going to storm out. She's not happy about this. And Ben turns to Felicity and he's like, my dad said, no, I heard him. Never crit. Yeah. Well, but actually first when he turns to Felicity, doesn't he say something about how he doesn't want it? And then he says, my dad said no. Well, um, I don't remember that. What I remember is, his mom saying just talk to the doctor first before you make up your mind mm-hmm. yeah so and felicity is going to reiterate that after his mom has left the room she's going to say well why don't you just hear the doctor's thoughts and ben's like i don't want to go alone and she's like i'll go with you i'll go with you it's fine that's it's what i conversation. remember like he was like i don't even know what to say and she's mm-hmm. like, it's fine, I'll come. Somehow yeah. that'll tell you what to say. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, these cuts between these scenes are something else. It's like 8th Street, you know, sporting goods, hospital, video dating. Um, I don't know how else you're supposed to do it, to be honest. Yeah, it was just a little, uh, especially because they changed the music so much between them that I was like, oh, that might have okay. been more of where the issue was coming in for you. I there were only certain songs that I really noticed. Um, mm. Sometimes they do stuff where there's like a, a vocal song that's so low that you can't really make it out unless you're, you're really trying to pay attention to it. But um, there was like a lot of up tempo and then down tempo and then up tempo and then down tempo. Okay. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's underlining the seriousness or not seriousness of this scene. Yeah. Well, we're so going to head meet Bill. to some dating videos. Yep. Bill. Bill's creepy. But I guess everybody's creepy. Um, yeah. You know, he's, he's sharing his likes. Rita doesn't like Bill, though. I mean, or, I didn't like Bill. Or anybody, for that matter. I Rita don't think has I been liked selective. Yeah. yeah. She here in this moment is playing a very similar character to the one she plays in Monk with this... Uh, the accent, the just the way she's using her hands and she's very expressive. And I just, it, it just brings me back to that show and how much I really like her because they, in Monk, they change um, his assistant. And so mm-hmm. she's there part of the time and the other assistant is in different seasons. And I think, apologies to whoever the other assistant was, but I think Rita, the the woman who plays Rita, is much much better. Okay, all right. 
Um, they get a little wacky with her at, at moments or with her storyline, I should say, not necessarily with her. Um, mm. But here we are. So Javier has a pile of yeses, but he can't choose between them. And she's got no yeses so far. And yeah. so Javier comes up with the idea. Let's choose each other's dates. Yep. I like this scene. I think they have a nice chemistry together. I, I'm glad that I agree with you. I'm glad they brought her on. Yeah, Javier needs somebody his age. He needs a friend. Um, and if we're not going to see Samuel, give us somebody else, you know? They gave us Rita. Great. Is she my absolute favorite side character? No, but she's fine. She, I like her. Her storylines get strange, but it's fine. All right. Yeah. Um, Does she get pregnant? <laughs> by Javier? No, I, I guess there's more just like one that I think is kind of weird, but I don't know. We'll see if I still feel that way when we get back to it. Um, we're going to head to the loft where Nola is trying to put together this website. And it's got a lot of bells and whistles on it right now, including Sean's idea, which is a little animated snowboarder guy. Mm-hmm. And... um. Sean is feeling pretty good about this. He likes his idea. He likes the idea of this career. So does Noel. I mean, I think Sean's getting a feeling of this could work. You mm-hmm. know, the, the two of us have very complementary skills. Like, for example, Noel is sitting there working really hard, but can't make decisions. And Sean's like, this, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Noel can't a drum up business sean can mm-hmm. um i don't know i like them i i hope it does work out okay all right i mean it sucks for megan because you know no more schmegan okay all right oh, God. actually okay so here's here's what i'm gonna say about this scene this this is the best scene with this music this music doesn't bother me as much in this scene as any other scene that has had this music i just wasn't as focused on you say that because i don't like this scene but i feel that way about the music in the very last scene and i was the opposite i was like of course Yay! Uh, the next time the music <laughs> came on, like the first time I was like, all right, I can deal with it right now. It's fine. And then the next time it came on, I was like, oh, not again. Yeah. It's, it is interesting that we both had in this episode a favorite moment of this music while continuing to hate the music every other time we've heard it because we do have some feedback about this song. I will just say Ooh. that, um, and it was very well-timed feedback because I had just looked it up to, to find out that this song is called Linda's Song by Danny Pelfrey. But there's going to be more feedback about this later um, from our audience. Um, right. So th- there'll be some context to it. But just we've said what we said, audience, <laughs> listeners. Okay. We Most both had a moment we liked. What your they were the exact is. opposite. As always. Yeah. Um, this to me, so this seemed like Lawrence Trilling trying to do the thing, the same thing you see every episode in a slightly different way. And I applaud him always for creativity and inventiveness. And this just didn't really work for me. 
Um, It's not so much that I like love the scene. It's just, I hated the music less than normal. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just because it was the first time that had shown up in a while. Yeah. The problem with this music is that every time they use it, so they, they go episodes without using it. And then when they use it, they use it like three or four times in an episode. Right. Which is why the first time I was like, all right, I can deal with it once. And then by the second time I was like, no. I'm going to save my further thoughts for when we actually get the comment. Cause I think that's more oh. appropriate, but I, yeah, I mean, I, here we are another episode where they use it a few times. Um, mm-hmm. So this episode is this, this uh, scene is the kind of scene we've seen before. Okay. Like it's two people talking, but Lawrence Trilling was like, how do I make this look different? So what he's doing, I don't even know what the camera technique is for this, but we're, you're going to keep getting close-ups of either Ben or Felicity. They're in a hospital cafeteria. And instead of just like directly cutting from one close-up to the other as they're talking, he's like fading in and out of them. But also overlapping the fade. Overlapping the fade. So you're like seeing one face fade in as the other one fades out and then back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, it was weird. I I guess I didn't see why that vision was put on the scene. I'm sure there are times that he could do that, that I think, oh, this makes a lot of sense. It, this was just a conversation. Well, so for me, Ben is saying, look, I have to make a decision. Best case scenario Mom does surgery. My dad's fine. However, he could still treat her badly, you know, and he keeps asking, like, how do I know that's not going to happen? And to me, that whole conversation is also about him and Felicity. Yeah, He's just taken Felicity back and he has these same questions about her. Yeah. And she's not going to sugarcoat it. She's going to have, you know, her own opinion and she's going to say it. And so for me, the fading back and forth was a little bit emblematic of like this conversation is also about the two of them coming together and his kind of questions about what that's going to look like. I still didn't like it. Okay. Well, but you've got logic for it and that's great. That's more than I had. Um, I don't know if I'm buying it, but I like that you have it. <laughs> I must justify things. Otherwise, they bother me. Sure. I'm just yeah. happy to sit and being bothered for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so Felicity is like, well, you don't you don't know that it won't happen. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you just take a leap of faith. You know, maybe love is risking a part of yourself. Perhaps a quarter to a third of your liver. Some portion of your liver. Um mm-hmm. So Felicity is going to get up and she's, you know, going to leave Ben to think. Yeah. She's going to go back up and he's going to stay and think. And I was surprised that he did not, you know, bungee cord her to the chair next to him. Like, I know I'm handcuffing you um, to this table (laughs) with me. Uh, Yeah. So Felicity is going to go back up and see Ben's mom. She brings her some tea. Let's turn yeah, to that Ben's taking a walk. Seems, you know, so nice, so soft-spoken. Um, I, at times, I will admit, it, it makes me want to slap her. 
Oh. And I get that that is really unfortunate given her storyline. Oh, but, okay. Like, I just, oh, there's something about her that I, I really don't like. All it's, right. Oh, nah. Hmm. Okay. Well, she's going to have her big moment of the episode here. And I'm yeah, I guess guessing this it is didn't what land you were. for you. Well, this is where I think you were saying that at some point, um his mom has a conversation with ben but i i'm guessing this is the one you were talking about where uh oh, you probably. thought there was actual like physical abuse yeah so so um this the conversation here felicity has come up by herself brings the mom tea and says ben's taking a walk mom his mom says he's hiding he wants Plus, to- he says he's worried <laughs> Yeah. And his mom says he wants to protect me. He always has. And then she goes into this story about Ben when he was 10. Why would you share this at this moment in time? This is not like I get. Okay. I get why. I get why eventually she's sharing it, but it's, this is a, I guess maybe she thinks that Felicity has more influence over Ben and so she's trying to get Felicity on her side. I I don't know if this was, if this was in fact the first time they met. I don't know that this is the story you tell to get Felicity on your side, but maybe it works. Felicity all, all I don't already. know, maybe she's just reflecting. I it, It's hard to say, I mean, even if it's the second time she's met Felicity, this is a lot of information. But also, I think at this point, she's got to figure that Ben's troubles with his dad and Ben's dad's abuse has been what has been well documented or told to Felicity at this point. Um, so I, I don't know. Which what, it like, hasn't. <laughs> or at least the stuff yeah. he has said has not really gotten through so much. But all right. I guess there's been enough shades of it that she would be correct in assuming that Felicity doesn't just think like Ben's got this great relationship with his dad. Um, There's at least that, you know, but the story here is. She doesn't know that Ben's dad tried to stick his tongue down her throat. Yeah. Ideally that hasn't come up. Um, Mm -hmm. Or maybe ideally it does. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, So the story is that, you know, is about when Ben was 10 his dad threw a plate at his mom. The plate hit her. She needed stitches. Ben... But he didn't mean to hit her. Yeah. He was drunk. Yeah. She needed stitches and Ben stayed by her side. And she said to Ben, it's okay, it's okay, because she didn't want him to be scared. But she thinks he heard, it's okay, this is what love is. She says, I know it's not. Donating this liver is a different, this piece of my liver is a different thing, but Ben can't see that because I never taught him. Yeah. And that's where I was like, okay, she's trying to get Felicity kind of to influence Ben for her. She's like, I know that this is not, I know that's not love. Like if Ben is worried about us getting back together, you know, I, this this is just a different thing i think she's trying to 
explain. I don't even want to say like justify because you know it's her decision. Um, except it's not. Uh, but I do think in telling this story, she is hoping to get through to Ben through Felicity. Yeah, I think it's really hard for me to listen to this story without thinking this is a continuation of a cycle for her, for his mom. Like, oh yeah, 100%. I, I like that there is nothing that she says here that makes me think things are going to, in fact, be different. Uh, is his yeah. dad working on himself? I'm sure, but in the context of working on himself, he kissed Felicity. So, like, I, is this is this all of a sudden going to be roses and rainbows? I don't think so, but I. I think but, especially with what his dad says later. Yeah. So like him, her, every, every single thing these two do, these parents do in this episode would make me understand why Ben is so terrified yeah. <laughs> about going back to Felicity. And yet Ben goes back to Felicity and it's sort of a really interesting guess decision that he makes. Yeah. They don't give us the what i think is the important psychological you know breakthrough which is my relationship with felicity is not the same as my mom and my dad right mm -hmm. i mean that's i feel like that would have made it a lot better if mm -hmm. at some point he had recognized and acknowledged that yeah like i'm not my mom because it does throw this some shade on ben's relationship with felicity when he goes back to her after seeing all of this stuff um well, yeah and i mean why i think the conversation downstairs was him still working through all right i've taken felicity back let me talk about it in terms of my mom and dad again yeah i mean i think you know if if i am to believe ben's mom have not really having a whole lot of information about her or like direct experience with her if she were trying to convince me if i'm in felicity's chair and she's trying to convince me that this is in fact different the kind of thing you might say to make that clear would be he's gonna die if i don't do this and i'm really not interested in having that on my head yeah that's exactly what i was thinking i was like you can say it's different it is different but if the idea is you know, I'm doing this so that we can get back together because yeah. I'm so in love. That is a very different story from I'm doing this because it's the morally right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's weird because on the one hand, it's like uh, you can read all of this stuff as like touching. This is love. But I looking at it now and, and we have comments like we have a comment Ooh. that's kind of like. I, I mean, know. look, his dad certainly thinks it's love and says his dad so. thinks it's love. His mom thinks it's love. Maybe somewhere in him, Ben thinks it's love and he thinks that then that's enough to convince him to go back to Felicity. Looking at it now with 40-year-old eyes, I, I'm like, um, no, this is part, you know, it, it's it's chapter 375 in an epic saga of this relationship. Um yeah where the stakes were as high as they've ever been and they somehow surmount so that they can continue to do this to each other. I, I just. Not so much each other. I don't feel like his mom, at least that I've heard of his mom, isn't really doing anything other than. Oh, she's enabling, enabling it. Yeah. She's yeah. enabling it. So I think, 
um, there's a codependency here. There's an enablement that's happening and she's allowing this him to continue to do this to her by staying. Yeah. Um, I, but she didn't throw a plate back at him. No, she didn't throw a plate back at him, but she is basically signing off on him doing it to her. Yep. Is how I'm seeing this. I, I think, yeah, I have a, I have a grimmer outlook. Perhaps less hopeful. I would say bleaker. Cynical even. I might say bleak. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what I thought of it years ago, the first time I saw it, but I'm, I, um, and I wonder I what Felicity imagine. thinks. I can't imagine I felt very different. Um, Felicity, Felicity is still saying, hey, Ben, like, talk to the doctor. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It's hard to know what's happening inside Felicity's head for all of this, but it would be interesting to know if we got that that look in. Um, I honestly think she just wants to support Ben. Yeah. And she's maybe I, I, not layering into it all of the, this parallels my relationship with him. No, I don't think she's putting that on it. I also don't, because then she'd have to be his dad. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And also, she doesn't really understand it still and again she's still in this pattern of like i need to support ben yeah um which now i think is fine you know he's going through something very hard and he does know the truth so it's like you know what go ahead be supportive Um, yeah i don't think she's i don't think she is in any way Well, like, I I don't think she's going to come out and, like, say anything that's going to make him, that she thinks is going to make him feel worse. Yeah. I think she's just going to try to be there and her own, her own opinion does come out, I think, in saying things like, at least hear what the doctor has to say. Yeah. You know, that's not where Ben was going with this. Yeah. So she she does have thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I think that her opinion kind of co- was coming out a little bit in the cafeteria as well. Mm-hmm. Now taking the leap of faith, maybe love is giving a part of yourself that skews in a certain direction. I think so. I don't know, and that's before this conversation with the mom even happened. But I mean. I'll I'll say your read of her as like staying supportive of Ben, buckle up, because that's going to be her for a while. Um, yeah. yeah. So Eric, we're going to go to Eric at Eighth Street Sport Sporting Goods or whatever that store is, and he's <laughs> he's he's interested in this mock website, which is basically an entire website. Except he doesn't love the snowboarder guy. And Sean's going to take personal offense to that. Yeah. I mean, the snowboarder, he thinks snowboarder is lame. Yeah. Sean's like, it's the opposite of lame. It's cool. Yeah. And, um, you know, Noel's like, yeah, but we're going to trust your expertise. Sean's like, no, 
<laughs> this is what no. you are paying us for. Except you're not even paying us, so you don't even get the right. website. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, yeah. Sean's ready to walk. He's yeah. like, we don't need you and your money. Sean does walk. Yeah. And um, Noel and Sean are going to fight about that. Yeah. They're going to do another walk and talk with a lot of energy. <laughs> I mean, Noel's um, mad, and I understand why he's mad. Yeah. You just lost us a potential client that mm -hmm. you brought in. I get it. But still, dude. Like, literally all we had to do was remove the snowboarder guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, he didn't, you, this guy didn't like your idea. You took it personally. Sean's like, yeah, but I'm going to bring another business. And Noel's like, well, what do you got? Sean's like, nothing right now. He's like, oh. <laughs> I just love Sean here. He's like, I'm your partner. I give you the freedom to say no to guys like that who don't go with our vision of snowboarders who aren't lame on their website. Yeah. Oh, Sean. Um, yeah. Some, look, sometimes when you're a contractor, the client <laughs> likes or doesn't like something and you don't agree with it. And you know what? You do it. You say, that's against my better advisement, but you do it. Yeah. Because it's their product and um, sometimes you just work for people and you don't agree with them and then you put it in an official email and say this is against my advisement but it's your choice and then when they make the choice that's their choice their choice they're, they're the supervisor they're sure. they're the boss sure like, thing. you know what it's on them but always, I'm going to say this from my perspective, always have a written record of what your advice was and that you gave it to them. Well, a when you have a business record. and you're a contractor in this position, you don't necessarily need the written record as much as like you just don't put it in your portfolio. I mean, well, ha that, have it in the word record. of mouth and stuff is. Yeah, I like true. to have things in writing. Sure, but you would, I would, I can't think of a single time I've ever, like, actually word of mouth came to me. I was like, oh, but from this person, I just wouldn't pursue. If if it seemed like you just gauge the personality of the person that you're thinking about working with and see if you think that would be a good fit. But it you could you could just on... not say yes to the word of mouth client that you get. Um, Correct. But like it also it's... depends on the size of your market and how closely knit that community is. So it does but it doesn't i think it does you, like in your especially own if you're business. in a very well like if everybody knows everybody and they're all at the same conferences every freaking year i think no it's so easy when you have your own business you could just say i'm sorry i don't have the bandwidth like sure. too busy like that's then, really really easy to do no but i'm saying if you have a written record of like you know someone's really unhappy with your work product it can get around really quickly in a smaller but this is the scenario where they're happy with work product you're not happy with oh yeah if they're happy go for it yeah if they're if they're not happy you fix it until they are or or if, you give them a reason or if they're happy and then it blows up in their face and they blame you that's more what i'm worried about i don't think I've ever heard of that happening for like, and I'm thinking of like graphic designers and web designers and like, I think it's usually people are like so committed to a thing that 
I haven't heard of that blowing up in people's faces because usually the contractor will be like, but it's terrible though. You sure? <laughs> like I recommend this, but are you sure? And they'll be like, like and I'll like, just, just to make great. it really clear, like these are the consequences of going with option A. You yeah. want option A though? And they're like, yeah, totally want option A. And you're like, all right. Yeah. And then you just back down and don't put the thing <laughs> in your portfolio. And get paid. Yeah. Yep. And, and I've also found that a lot of the time people who other people, like usually those, those clients have a reputation of their own. Like yeah, depending on what the tricky. thing is, depending on what the thing is. Like if somebody is just like really particular, like it turns out you're just like the thousandth person person to realize that this person is very particular. Mm -hmm. Um, but eh, it's fine. Let's speaking of being particular. Yeah. Let's go to the bar. Bar. Well, bar and maybe dinner place and phone conversation. I like the back and forth here. Mm. We've got Javier's on his date and Rita will, we will splice this with Rita being on her date and then the two of them talking. Yeah. Javier's going to meet his date, Paul, who's sitting at the bar on a bar stool. Yes. Um, Javier's going to, you know, greet him and then they're going to go get some food. So Paul has to hop down from the bar stool and it turns out he's very short. Yes. And I wrote little person or short, which will come up again later. Hmm. Um, Dana, however, seems to be having a great time on her date. She is sitting across from a handsome man who she's got some stuff in common with and Pony Island related dinner. stuff. Yeah. Pony Island brings people together. It's for love. Mm -hmm. Um, and he gets real pumped that they've got a lot of stuff in common. And he's gonna high five her at the table and give her a woo. Right which point she is not having as much fun. And it's yeah. like, uh, excuse me, I must exit for a moment. Yeah, she's fully embarrassed. So we're going to now get Rita and Javier having a call with each other. Javier's already at home. And what are we missing? We are missing the telephone booth. That's it, true. The restaurant. We have moved on to the age of cell phones. Ah, well, there you have it. Excellent. Look at that. But if it were Felicity at this restaurant, she would have found a phone. She would have found it. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, she would have crossed the town to find yeah. the phone booth and then come back mm -hmm. or leave. Either one. Um, she may have crawled out the window of the bathroom, uh, I guess. Yeah. But Javier's going to call Rita and he's got a question. And his question is, what is the cutoff for someone to be a little person? Which is exactly what I was wondering. Mm -hmm. I didn't okay. have time to look it up. That's I fair. I don't know if it's like for someone to have dwarvism, it's like a genetic. It's thing. a different thing. There's, yeah. there's more than one thing at play when somebody is super short. Um, I yeah. have actually so I don't dwarves know in my if, family. Yeah. So I don't know if it's, I don't know if there is a cutoff for a little person or if it is in fact uh genetically linked i don't know mm. can't say i've looked that now up. we're gonna have a little research project yeah because we need you i'm telling you yeah so 
um, this conversation is basically, you know, the, clearly neither of them are happy with their dates. Javier's already at home. He already left the mission and Rita's debating whether she wants to, she's thinking about leaving. And so Rita's going to invite Javier to go to her place, meaning she would leave the date, but they, they both don't want to be alone, but this is a way for them not to be alone, to be with each other. It's nice. Nice yeah. friendship moment of both of them just deciding Javier to be um what's the what, what's a nice way to say shallow um yeah yes all right sure yeah. well what are you gonna do he's not attracted to the guy he's not attracted to the guy I guess I mean so we're going to go to the hospital and Ben is going to come back from his walk. And it seems like he's had a change of heart. He asks his mom for like, for sure. Do you want to donate part of your liver? She says, yes. Ben says, let's do it. He is so bad at executing the power of attorney. Yeah. He's so bad at this. Yeah. Just good. like everything, every single last thing his father has asked for to, in every way to be represented. Ben has done the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just boys being boys. All right. So a <laughs> street graphics. And this is, I think, probably the most appropriate cut to go from that when what you just said to this of you know noel is back at the business that sean has decided not to take yeah and he's he's come back he made the changes the business owner wanted he shows the website to eric again he's like do we have the job Mm -hmm. um and he's gonna take a pretty firm stance because eric is trying to discourage him from working with sean from partnering with sean and he's like you know you're good at this and this guy this other guy sucks like He's a rock on your back. He tells a whole story <laughs> about a swimmer with a rock on his back who drowned because he can't swim with a rock on his back. Not Obviously. a hundred pound rock. Yeah. Um, so he's like, you've got a rock on your back. Okay. And his name's I was Sean. Like, yeah. I was like, be, li- be that as it may. I'm not doing it without Sean. Like you hire me, you hire us both. Yeah. And I think... Eric, appro- like, look, again, he is the client. He's like, fine, but I'm only talking to you. I don't yeah. want to deal with this other guy. And Noel's like, perfect. That and I do think, like, exactly as much as, th- I think this is a good arrangement for most people involved here. I think that, you know, for Eric, it's like, well, I, you know, appreciate your loyalty. Like, I think he respects Noel for taking that stance. He also makes it clear he's not going to work with Sean, so he won't have to deal with Sean himself. Mm-hmm. Noel's going to take it on himself. And now he's going to have to explain this all to Sean. And it's not going to be the only time in this partnership that that has to happen. Huh. See, I assumed that he just wasn't going to tell Sean. And then Sean caught him. But okay. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, I mean, I think he he's not trying to hide it from Sean. Um, mm. he, may, he leaves some very obvious breadcrumbs. So, <laughs> I don't know. I mean... <laughs> All I mean, right, like so when we are he comes out and says it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're I at the love... hospital waiting room. 
we are. And I love that Felicity has decided that the best way to distract Ben is to use what I assume is the New York Times crossword puzzle. Mm-hmm. And there's no idea. They go through one clue and Ben has no idea. They go through a second clue and I'm trying to figure out. So 12 letters, really bad TV show. Was that yeah, I Creek? quickly. Oh, because I was like soap opera. Are they being self-referent? Nope, that's not enough. Um, interesting. So was, you thought there was some rivalry. It was there or were they on the, they were, were they on different networks or the same network? And does that matter for this? CW. They were on the uh, Dawson's Creek was on the CW and so was Felicity. So would so they, they be probably their own? wouldn't know? That's what I thought the problem was there. But I was like, the first thing that came to my mind was Dawson's Creek. So clearly they were trying to diss a different show and this is their creative way of doing it. What that show was, listeners, you're on the case. You're always on the case. We love you so much. What's the answer to 12 letters, really bad TV show at this point? Isn't Dawson's Creek 13 letters? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Nope, 12, you're right. That was exciting um, podcasting. Um, right. <laughs> uh, uh, I got really... Nonetheless, we're still really unsure if they would diss a show on their own network. So unless uh, it changed, it was on the WB, and then I guess it changed. CW. Uh, they had pictures together. So, okay, so I maybe... think their runs were, at least for the whole run of Felicity, I think, you know. Um, they were they were on the same network i don't know if dawson's creek then went somewhere else um all right well guys we need to know like what, what show are they trying to talk smack about that's yeah. not the right expression i it couldn't is. decide which it is, is. okay that, yay absolutely. i'm hip uh all right <laughs> <laughs> um okay so we're distracted by the distraction but the point of this scene is that the doctor is going to talk to Ben. Well, point of this. But the doctor comes over and says, uh, can I talk to you for a minute? <gasps> At which point I was like, uh-oh. Oh, the doctor got right. in on it. Well, yeah, there's gonna, the doctor's pulling Ben aside. We don't hear the conversation. But Ben comes back and tells us just simply, mom's not doing well. Yeah, we hear a little bit of the conversation. The doctor says something like, the good news is your dad's going to be fine. Um, and we just see Felicity watching again through another pane of glass. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Ben is Ben is going to come back and say his mom is bleeding. It's not stopping. That's not good. And uh, we're just going to leave them like that and move on. Yeah. We'll move on to Noel and Sean again. Um, Sean has found another possible client for him to ruin. Um, <laughs> Sean is going, to, he, he was it a florist shop? He said plant store. A plant which, store? I mean, sure. I, I guess there's a difference there. So plant, he goes into a plant store. They need some serious work with their brand. And so he's, you know, he wants to pitch to them. But he interrupts while Noel's working on the sporting goods site. And he's like, uh, what you working on there? <laughs> Noel's like, Noel's, Noel is uh, truthful. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm working on the sports job. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like, Sean's like, for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, for business. For money. 
And now Sean's upset because Noel went behind his back. He hurt his pride. He feels betrayed. It's like, this is embarrassing so for embarrassing. me. Noel's and like, Noel's like, embarrassing? You want embarrassing? I'm a guidance counselor at the school I just graduated from. I'm literally helping other students get better jobs than me. Mm-hmm. I yeah. tried to leave and then was only able to have one day of work before I, you know, tried to screw the boss's daughter. No, wait, he didn't get that far into the story. Um, yeah. But they're going to fight. But he's, he's going to say, I want to move ahead with my life. I want to be a success. Sean's like, and I don't. And I was like, it really doesn't seem like you do. Oof. Yeah. Tough love. And Sean is going to, Sean's pretty pouty. This whole like first part of the, okay. For most, most of the episode. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, well, I guess you were right. Friendship can't survive business. And he storms out. Yes, he does. Go ahead. Do it. Because I was just like, oh my god. So I mean, this it comes up again. a few times. Each of us have claimed one one existence of it. That's our favorite sample. This is not it. I don't like the word favorite here. I would go with um, least hated. Okay, that's good. I like that. Yeah. I'll I'll co-sign that. So okay, we're back in the hospital. Felicity brings Ben a drink. She lets him know Sean and Trevor are in the lobby. Um, they don't need to come up yeah so ben's just sitting and thinking about the news about his mom he's like you know it's really not fair um correct and he's when has life ever been fair yeah and then he asks what felicity and his mom talked about yeah um and felicity doesn't go into the whole story no she's just like oh you know talking about you when you were a kid and just saying, you know, you want to protect her. And he's ben like, is- yeah, some good I did here. Yeah, Ben's clearly blaming himself. Yeah, he's not. He This is this is on his head, really, because it he defied power of attorney. Well, um, I mean, it was also his mom's decision. Yeah, yeah. But I see why he's blaming himself. I can, I can understand. Mm-hmm. Um. We can understand that instinct to, to yes. think that way. So um, she's she reassures him. She says, you did everything you could do. She loves him. That's that, you know? Yeah. I mean, they use love a lot in not great ways in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was starting to hate the word love. Um, yeah. Mm. And, but she's uh, going to let him be, and she's going to go tell Trevor and Sean to leave, and then Ben. Oh my goodness. So desperate. You're going to come back, right? Cling, cling, cling. Like literally grabs her and is like, wait, you're coming back. She's like, of course I'm coming back. Yeah. I'm here to support you. That is a hundred percent my role and has been since the first, like after the first like 10 seconds of, you know, the episode where I woke up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we'll continue to, so anyway, uh, yep, that mm-hmm. is actually how that goes. It was so, I don't know, heartbreaking to see him like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just like a but little But it's okay. Boy. 
it's okay. We're not going to have to stay in that space for long. Yeah, because we're going to cut to Felicity sitting on a hospital bed. Ben's probably the dad's hospital bed. Um, Ben comes in and he's happy. Mm -hmm. Mom's okay. They're both going to be fine. Yep. Or alive, at least. Yeah, they hug. And then he wants to do everything again. Yes, but it was a little weird seeing Felicity. She's she's sitting on an empty hospital bed, sort of a, a little bit in the dark, but she's reading. And I'm looking at this empty hospital bed. And I'm like, who died? What a weird intro. I mean, you don't you're in a hospital. You you don't just get to go in a room. That's not a thing. Like you can sit on the floor outside or go to the waiting room or go to the cafeteria. You don't just get to like occupy a hospital room. That, that is not a thing. Okay. All right. I don't know. It bugged me because not only that, but then I was also like, who used to be in that bed? Like I was like, did his dad die? Like what what is happening? Oh, you know it was what? His dad's bed. That actually makes sense. So she probably could be in there. Oh, All right. I feel better about this. averted. Yes. Um, Good ha. job. Like that. Um, Ben's happy now. He just wants to do everything again. They want to go get to maybe get some Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Go to the dance. They want to do everything. Yep. And hug. They want to hug. We're going to go back to the loft where Megan is trying to help Sean put on a tie, but it's not really working. It's a bow tie. They're tricky. And um, he refuses to use the clip-ons. Yeah. I mean, that's not what real men do. Yeah. He's acting like a real man right now. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because his pride is, you know, he needs to restore it through this bow tie um so <laughs> noel is gonna come in megan's like you're helping sean with this yeah. <laughs> sean's like no I mean, he's not <laughs> it's a little rough because he walks in and megan's like no do you know how to tie a bow tie i was like yeah <laughs> like, all right you deal with this baby yeah hmm. So they're just standing in front of each other awkwardly (laughs) because now this guy who just betrayed me has to help me. And I feel like such a fool. Thanks, Sean. But anyway, so Noel breaks the ice by saying, sign these forms. Sean looks at them. They're bank forms for a joint business. And it has money in the account. That's right. It's not just asking for a co-sign because Sean is an adult and knows how to tie his own tie. Um, no, this is for real. And then I love this fight because it's like they're fighting, but they're adorable and they're friends and they're fighting about how they are going to be friends yeah. and business partners. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Sean's like, I don't want to steal a ride off of you. And I was like, you're not stealing a ride. You're good at sales. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like the weirdest energy. And yeah. then... And then Noel's like, but but we're going to have a business. We're going to have rules. Okay. Ground rules. Yeah. Sean's like, what? We have rules now? Yeah. And then Noel's like, (laughs) friendship comes first. (laughs) (laughs) He's like tying the bow tie. Sean's like, well, that's not cutthroat. Yeah. And then he's, he's, Noel's like, 
are you going to sign these forms? Sean's like, yes. And you should come to the dance. <laughs> and Noel's so like, I don't weird. want to go to a dance. I don't even go to the school. Sean's like, <laughs> what? And I do? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I understand that Sean's love language is fighting with humans. Like, I, yes. that's, this is how he got together with Megan. They're mm-hmm. married now. You know, like, right. it's, this is it. I don't know and why Noel, Noel wants is- this. Noel is now part of this because Sean clearly says, I want to go to the dance with both of my partners. And he signs the papers. And this is it. Noel backing out now, Noel. (laughs) I know. You did this to yourself. Yeah, you're going to need to somehow get Sean registered on the business, but that's a whole separate issue. And we just don't have time for that in this episode. That's fine. Or ever for that matter. Mm -hmm. Um. All right, we're going to go back to the hospital. Ben is with his dad. His dad wakes up. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a little joke about how Ben and his mom pulled another fast one on his dad, which everybody, you know, finds so funny, except it's really not a joke. Yeah. Not a, not a time to to joke. You once again violated poorly represented yeah. your father yeah but <laughs> but he's trusting you uh but yeah. then again you know what he's not a great dad so or husband whatever uh, at this point he needs to communicate to ben the opposite of his wishes in all cases and then he'll get what he wants i'm gonna have something to say about that later prove me wrong okay all right um all right so Ben's like, I wanted to update you. I talked to Felicity. I just hope. He's like, I did listen to you. About you know, I, I did one thing you said. Mm-hmm. It wasn't related to your medical care whatsoever. Nope. But. Yes. Your advice about love. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, that's what I took. Yeah. He's like, I hope we don't keep hurting each other. And his dad. Fish, Ugh. do you want to share this? I have a oh feeling you have strong. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so Ben, you know how when Ben says stuff to his dad and then his dad, you know, Ben is hoping to be reassured that his mother will be all right and that it's okay that they get together. And then his dad just constantly says the wrong thing, the exact opposite, the non-reassuring version. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Ben's like... I hope Felicity and I won't keep hurting each other. Harkening mm-hmm. back to his downstairs cafeteria talk. And his dad's like, you will. That's what le- life is. Yes, people, life is just hurting one another. Mm-hmm. But if you're in love, as you continually hurt each other and th- throw plates at each other and you know need to get stitches you know eventually you will be tested and you will pass those tests because of your love for each other friends like and like you and mom Uh uh-huh like me and mom yeah yeah it's hard See, th- this is the part where i was like remember how you and felicity are separate entities from your parents and aren't in the same relationship mm-hmm. this is not helping 
nothing about this makes me feel like Ben has been reassured either about his mother or about his own relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This, whoever is writing for his dad is either doing a terrible job or an amazing job, depending on what we're supposed to feel about him. Uh, I think that whoever, I think the writers on this were not very well versed in toxicity in relationships or abusive relationships and maybe didn't realize um how like double-edged everything they said was i think i think that they were aiming for a feel-good result wow is what i think was bad writing but i think that they didn't realize that this would then be seen (laughs) as like i just wish you'd you'd finish the sentence there (laughs) they didn't realize it would be seen they didn't realize it would be seen as a continuation of a cycle of feel good and then horrible feel good and then horrible moment so it's like life i mean what's so meta about this right is they're trying to write something that is feel good and what they're actually doing is writing what life is by saying that's what life is i mean this happens yeah 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 i i i think all of this is correct and i think they they landed on the wrong outcome or does that make sense i mean they they landed on the wrong outcome if what they wanted to tell was a love conquers all story if what they wanted to tell was here's what real life looks like sometimes and it sucks a big one they hit the nail on the head yeah and i think the context of ben choosing felicity in this episode Mm. makes it unclear what he's choosing because when he smiles at his parents getting excited about the liver and hugging and celebrating over it you know when he when he feels like there's this reunion happening and he chooses Felicity, is he choosing toxic relationships? Does he think he's choosing that? Does he know he's choosing that? Or does he think he's choosing love conquers all? So that it's a little less clear to me. It's not definitive to me what Ben is doing yeah. with going back to Felicity. And I don't know if it was supposed to be. Um, but I do think that they're trying I think that they're trying to give us what they think is feel good. And I feel now with the eyes I'm looking through it now with, (laughs) I don't feel good about it with the parents. And so to then get Felicity and Ben back together in this episode, throw shade on their relationship that I'm not sure they meant it to be so shady. I think Mm. they meant it to be love conquers all. Um, it's just not what I'm getting from it. No. I, I mean, do you see it differently? Or, or do you think that they were nodding them no. for Love Conquers All? I have no idea. Because I feel like 
whenever I saw this in the past, I can't imagine having a different reaction than I do now. Mm-hmm. Like this in no way, shape or form screams love conquers all. The, the difference for me when I was younger probably is that I completely separated the Ben Felicity relationship from his mom and dad's relationship like almost unconsciously like i just wouldn't connect them Mm -hmm. even though he clearly does even though ben clearly does like i probably just didn't catch on to that and was like well this is a completely different Mm -hmm. so i could see the like yay pretty people like you know making out ooh, and then i could see the other part and be like ooh, you guys suck um yeah but didn't see the complexity of sort of Ben's view and decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, I don't know what we take away from this, to be honest. I think I think I this is a take, confusing yeah, episode I think for us. What we have to take away is that the direction really is what they want is groups of pretty people dancing in slow motion. Yeah. So, We're going to go to the dance. The yeah. Snowball. And Ben's going to go up to Noel. Noel and... looks good in this suit. Aww. I'm just saying. Um, Noel, you know, Noel's going to congratulate Ben on, you know, his parents both being okay. Um, he's going to say, I'm sorry. He's just, he's going to blanketly say, I'm sorry for all the stuff. And Ben is just like, you know what? I'm just trying to forget it, man. Mm-hmm. And they had some really nice music up to this point. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, I guess Noel really does feel like he's just kind of let it all go at this point. You know, I don't yeah, feel like he's, he's particularly invested in this thing with Ben. Um, I think yeah. he's just being a normal guy and there's not like tension. He's trying to squash the beef so that he can stay in, in the, apartment. the apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Felicity is going to come up um, and... She is in an amazing dress. Mm -hmm. It is fantastic. It is sort of a cream, like a shiny cream color, um, kind of architectural uh, spaghetti straps low in the back. It's like, this is, this is one of her, her nice, nice dresses. Architectural. Um, yeah, so she's going to come up and we're going to get a little bit of piano music going and do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Um, Noel is going to leave. She's going to wonder what Ben was, Ben and Noel were talking about. He's like, yeah, it was fine. Don't worry about it. She's like, okie doke, come dance with me. <laughs> I, this was so horrible. It's so funny because this was the, fr- actually, so the, this, the piano music runs from here to the end. And over the dancing, I was eh about it, but over the walking part, I loved it. Not loved, not loved. Loved is not the right word. I hated it. Least hated it. (laughs) Um, But it is weird that it it went over the whole thing. The dancing Um, was weird. And it was weird that it started mid-scene because hmm. Noel and Ben are talking and there's different music. And then, of course, Felicity walks up and the freaking music starts. Yeah. And then just doesn't stop. I guess, you know, if I if I do just take it at face value that they've grouped this dancing 
slow-mo dancing part and the walking and talking part with everybody together, I guess the feeling it gave me was like sort of snow globey magical sort of moment. Um, no, I didn't and like I'm it. happy to think of it in that context. I, it works better for me than, than a lot of the other context, than all of the other contexts they've given me. <laughs> um, they are doing, I mean, granted, like the dance movements are no way right. synced up with this, but exactly. that's just part they're of obvious, the mystical, magical nature. They're obviously dancing to like upbeat music and they yeah. have nice moves like, and, but this. They weren't trying to, I mean, they, they, they put their dance moves in slow-mo and then they put yeah. this, you know, it, it, it was, it was meant to be sort of a, I don't know ethereal sort of feel and then they're going to go to this part where they're all after the dance they're all walking yeah. together on the snowy sidewalk and it was a bunch of them it, it was everybody it was everybody they're happy they're laughing they're making jokes they want fries mm -hmm. yeah. and felicity is going to ponder guys what's going to happen to us where are we going to be this time next year this is like the end and javier's like yeah where are we going to be and then they all laugh and they're you know, they're laughing as the episode cuts and you can hear a real, a real Carrie Russell laugh um, or like cackle that's so weird coming <laughs> out of her mouth, but so endearing. Um, and and this this gives me my note from an optimist because oh. just that moment of seeing them walking together reminded me of every time I did that with friends in college. Like, and... And I will say a lot of those moments were freshman year, um, but I, you know, a lot of times I was not staying out as late as people because I wasn't yes. drinking and so, and didn't want to be around them when they were really drunk. So in some hangout situations, I didn't have the opportunity to do this while people were sober enough. Um, but I yeah. do remember these moments where we would be walking together to go somewhere and it was just i just so loved those moments and like one that comes to mind is um a bunch of us went to see a thing called water fire mm. um which was a thing that happened, happened twice a year was it twice a year yeah it was in the fall and then it was towards um summer and I remember one of the, so yeah, the fall. So when it happened in the fall, it was like pretty soon after school had started. It was freshman year. And um, a whole bunch of us went to water fire. And then we all probably got something to eat, to eat. And then we walked back. And I just remember us all walking back and being like, so it was fire and water. <laughs> and we were just laughing about it. But it was just this very like basically sober moment with everybody just really enjoying the walk together. But I remember a lot of fun walks, like even walking to like if 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 we had to, if a bunch of us had to like walk across campus to get to classes, we would play like frisbee golf on the way there or something. Um, hmm. I don't know. There was just a lot of these really nice walk and talk moments, and this isn't something we've gotten a lot of um, with this group. Sure. I feel like we did get this when they were looking for Noel when he was with Natalie. Mm -hmm. But it was more panicked. It was panicked. It was less. It was not it was happy laughing. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if they've ever had a moment like this on the show where they just sort of gave us everybody just being, being friends. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's you know, the 
the club shut down or whatever and you're walking home and you're just like laughing and perhaps a bit tipsy and falling Mm -hmm. um tripping over things and you know you physically have to hold each other up as a group and i understand why melissa didn't want to be there um it it wasn't always that drunk but when it was that drunk it was not a good memory for me yeah no um but this for me is like a 3 a.m like 2 or 3 a.m kind of moment where it's like oh okay well this place closed oh but like the fries place is open and like let's soak up some of that alcohol and um and the other thing is we had a lot of hills around us and so by that point in the evening like after you've been dancing and stuff like that and then i a lot of the time i remember um like so you'd be out with a big group and there'd be a couple of us who were like trying to make it up the hills in heels Mm -hmm. and then we just especially freshman year me and um one of the girls on my floor kind of bonded because we were we were both trying to make it up this hill in these heels after i don't know like six hours and both of us i don't know maybe a quarter of the way up the hill were just like nope we both took our shoes off and mm-hmm. just kept walking yeah um Makes sense. yeah this yep. this this is the end of the night kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. well there you have it it's a note from an optimist but fish Mm-hmm. Let's follow that immediately by finding out who the worst is. Yeah, do you have anybody better. for Do you have anybody for this one? I do. Okay. But uh yeah, nothing better than a happy moment followed by uh let's Terrible just bring everything down. Yeah. Well, let's do that you're the worst segment. All right. Benjamin. Oh. You are not the worst. Oh. Okay. You are the worst person to have your dad's power of attorney. Um, no painkillers. Ignored that one. No ventilator. Ignored that one. Uh, DNR. Ignored that one. Uh, don't take part of your mom's liver. Ignored that one. Um, yeah, you just kind of like ignored all of them, like all of these strong wishes your father had about, like, I want to be sober and I don't want to like keep living if, you know, it's going to be on a ventilator and I want your mom to be safe. But here's my question. Like you've done this many, many times now and your dad keeps you on as his power of attorney why i mean lauren's still there she was a good pick from the start you know i'm starting to wonder does he really want these things or does he want you to buckle is he just too weak to say yes to your mom having surgery Does he want to seem selfless and strong? Uh, You know, did he really want the painkillers and was too afraid, you know, of death himself? I mean, I, I don't know. But the more that I look at it, the more that interpretation seems true. Plus, he did just come out and say 
he would keep hurting your mom because that's life and love. So surprise, Andrew, Ben's dad, you're the worst. Uh, Thought I'd go for a surprise there at the end. Wow. Well, I mean, Andrew Cummington, you're the worst. Again. I'm going to immediately confuse the issue because right. I've been sitting here seeing where this was <laughs> headed and I'm going to do, I was been debating with whether to bring a couple of pieces of feedback on John Ritter from the mm-hmm. audience and or not. I'm going to bring one of them. Um, Fish, let's do the, our favorite segment. Let's do it. Let's, let's absolutely do it. I'm super excited to be completely contradicted um, by Melissa's choice of the first uh, thing to share. But you know what? Doesn't matter. I don't know for sure that it'll ever be more appropriate is the thing. Like, um, (laughs) after you listen to this tape, you have to erase it where we hear from you, our listeners. Okay. So... I know that there's a little bit more John Ritter coming up and I just, I don't know. Like it's a little too hedging of the bets to assume that we're ever going to feel like, yeah, well, like, am I going to sit here and say you're ever going to love him? I don't know. I don't know. There's probably going to be things in every single episode. Yeah. So I'm just going to bring this up here and then I'll, I'll bring up the other one and another one uh, is what I'm doing. I'm just going to split the difference. (laughs) At Colleen.Tenvis says about John Ritter, but really about the character. She says, I didn't want to root for him, the character, but there are some moments, I think they're in season four, where I couldn't help but be moved by his performance. Oh, okay. That's, I mean, that's fair. I think he does a great job. Again, I don't know what the direction was. I have a certain interpretation and for my interpretation, I think he acts it fantastically. Yeah, I think he acts it with a lot of dimension. Mm-hmm. I think the writing is, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to take from it. Um, I know what I'm taking from it. I just don't know right. what I was supposed to take from it. Um, <laughs> yes. But yeah, yes. I agree. I think John Ritter, you know, RIP John Ritter. Yeah. This was a really nice portrayal. And I think it's interesting to see that as conflicted as we are about it here's Ben getting closer to his dad you know like uh, he's obviously been craving this we're seeing it with Hodges you know paralleled with these things that are happening with his dad and um plus he has no friends yeah so it's like oh you know be careful what you wish for (laughs) I feel nervous for Ben about everything that he's witnessing here but also Mm. um it's a boy getting a chance to be with his dad and having it not be so terrible on the surface. So it's like, all right, I like, you know, I I like that there's dimension to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree with that. Absolutely. Let's do some, you know, Mary Berrigan, Mary, you, that Mary Berrigan. I haven't heard from her in so long. Mary Berrigan. Oh my goodness. I'm going to break up this comment it's a lengthy comment in two sections so just guys buckle up and get ready for greatness awesome i am so ready so first of all mary berrigan says here is an email from the composer of the music that drives you nuts (laughs) apparently it started as music he wrote for his wife then became ruby's theme then ben and felicity's theme she she links an email 
She says, apparently my superpower is discovering random information about silly instrumental music from over 20 years ago. <laughs> Mary Berrigan, you have a lot of superpowers, okay? That's right. This is one of them. Um, okay, so here's a little snippet of the email. So it was it was a response to somebody, like a fan who wrote in to Danny Pelfrey, who wrote the theme. And so I'm taking a couple paragraphs from the middle. Um, Danny says... Thank you so much for your help and letting fans know about this piece. I too have gotten many emails about it and I guess they came through your site. I would also like to give my thanks to Brad Gardner, who you indicate discovered the clip at my site. There is no way to describe how much it means to a composer to have his or her work noticed and appreciated by people. And I have to thank you for this. You are correct about the origin of this piece. I was calling it Ruby's theme, and it was originally used in the episode where Ruby found out she was pregnant and they had to, and they had to decide what to do. It also surfaced again a few episodes later. Here, Ruby had decided to leave and go have her baby. The theme played this time under Ruby and Noel talking on a bench, and at the end, she walks away. Here it was played on an acoustic guitar. Also very effective. Since this piece has been noticed, you may find it interesting to know that it had uh, its true beginning about 12 years ago as something I wrote for my wife, Linda, and we always called it Linda's Song. There's actually even more to the music than I had time for on the show. It's an honor to have it become Ben and Felicity's theme. Danny, we apologize because we have panned it quite a lot, but that's fine. Look, it's not necessarily that the song itself is bad. It is the repeated use of a very short clip over many, 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 many episodes for different reasons with different instruments. And also it got annoying. That's not your fault. If we listened to it just once, we might have loved it. But we didn't. We've listened to it a hundred million billion times. And now it's in my brain forever. Well, and and um, a couple things. First of all, I'm not sure when this was written, but it's also been used under Megan. So I don't think the show knew what they were doing with this. I think that when they used it, they overused it. Like they, they used mm-hmm. it three or four times in an episode. They've used it as a theme for at least three different sets of characters. And I will say that I think the first usage was a little too. I just remembered Ruby and Noel sitting on a couch going, be blue, think of blue things, suede shoes, blueberries, the sky. Um, it was like this really. Uh, a moment that ended up feeling cheesy partly Mm. because of the dialogue. Yeah. And that patina (laughs) (laughs) then was on this song because they used it a few times in that episode and they kept doing it the same way. Um, So I, um, but darn it, you know, it's a lovely song for your wife. I'm sure she loved it. And it seems like you got a lot of lovely comments and you're never going to hear this podcast, but I stand firm 
in the fact that when I hear this music, I want to rip my ears off my head. And that's not your fault. No. And I, am, is... I am personally, so I'm going to apologize to you on behalf of the people who mangled your song. Yeah, they needed it to be a little bit more sparing with it or consistent with it. You, you know, like I one of the two. Yeah, like both. Like Preferably I both use yeah. it under particular moments of Ben and Felicity, maybe, um, and yeah. not three times in an episode. And then it accents it. Instead, it makes it seem like, oh, you didn't have music budget. So you used this song that you already had. Um, I wonder, wonder what, what the agreement was on this. Um, if they just got rights and used it as many times as they could. Or yeah, it sounds Danny like they just got, bought the song. Yeah, it sounds like they just kept using it. Um, Danny, if you only knew how many times. Uh, yeah, gosh. if you don't have, if you haven't made a lot of money off of this song, then they've screwed you twice. Yeah. Um, gosh. Well, Mary has more to say, and I just wanted to just, uh, and, and, there's a promise of even more, but Mary, we're going to hold you to that. Okay. Um, so, okay. Mary says, I have an entire treatise I'm composing about the end of senior year. I fear I will be standing alone on this, but in this rewatch, I'm seeing very off the actions of the characters. We have come to know the previous seasons until the last few episodes. Ben suddenly wants to be a doctor. Don't buy it. Felicity <laughs> not is alone there. <laughs> Felicity is directionless and lost. Nope. This is a girl <laughs> who thrives in school. It's the one place where she can shine. Being cut off by her father was an opportunity for her to grow and work hard to become the person she wants to be. Instead, she flounders, loses all direction, and is almost unrecognizable as the character we have known. Correct. No. I appreciate the depression storyline being important for the time. But it just does not ring true to me, or at least not the way it played out. Passive aggressive? Yes. Low yep. self-esteem? Of course. Yep. Completely alienated from his friends? Yep. Stalker <laughs> tendencies? Oh, yeah. The whole story was laid out there. Noel keeps having inappropriate sex, the show's judgment, not mine, as a cry for help because he's depressed, not buying it based on the character as he has been developed. Actually, Felicity is the one who seems like she needs treatment for depression, not oh. Noel. Correct. And honestly, the biggest insult is Trevor. Sorry, Fish. Uh-oh. As a replacement <laughs> for Tracy? Okay, well, no, I'm not going to disagree with that. I do not believe there is a woman on this planet who would think that Trevor is a suitable follow-up to the paragon of manly sexy. <laughs> Ugly smiliness that is Tracy. No, wait, I am wrong. The biggest insult is to Javier. The stupidity of his breakup with Samuel is asinine and beneath the characters we have come to love, though we rarely see Samuel. While Javier always acted silly, you count on him to see the truth of the situation and encourage, particularly Ben and Felicity, to do the right thing. His character brought just the right touch of lightness and perception. Senior year, he's just annoying. Wow. Mary. Okay, hold on. First, we have to go back to Trevor and Tracy. Yep. So, 100%. Like, there is no comparison between the two of them, right? 
The fact that Trevor is on the show means we have to deal with it. And I just happen to hate it less than other people. You know, it's like I've seen some glimmers too. I've seen two glimmers of chemistry and a lot of weird and awkward moments. Um, I don't know what's going to happen coming up, but yes, uh, all the words that you used for Tracy, 100%. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I don't know that you could find a good follow-up to Tracy. I think you kind of had to go with subpar because what is Elena going to start dating Ben or Noel? I mean, David comes back. <laughs> Eli. <laughs> Eli. She was kind of into Eli. She was. I mean, that would be weird. Let's admit Damn, it. Damn, I'm here to pick up Felicity's sketches. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Eli's going to be a little too off in the clouds for her, though. She'd get annoyed. Um, yeah, you know, all the words for Tracy. Yes. But, all right. Javier being annoying now i don't know if this maybe connects a bit with what i was saying either last episode or the episode before whereas like is he just being portrayed as way too much like the stereotypical gay man for the 90s and now we find that really annoying and offensive um or is that who javier is like he definitely his dialogue was better earlier and now it's a lot more i feel like there's a lot more physical gags and like you know the fluffy stuff he's wearing and the color pink and the like let me be kind of like bitchy with my new friend i don't know um we'll have to see i guess but we've seen a lot I don't think it improves in the back half of season four. I think it stays about where it is right now. Continually. I mean, it makes him more one dimensional. You don't see him sitting down with Ben and having those deep conversations where he's a male role model. You see him with like Felicity eating ice cream. And I'm just like, yeah, like his role in the show has changed. And I think they meant to pump up the comedy and I think instead they've fallen into the stereotype to do that, which is off-putting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And Noel with his depression and Felicity and Ben. I mean, Mary, you have a lot about, you have a lot to say about Noel, don't you? <laughs> I mean, what a scathing review like... of Noel's. It's not wrong. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> we we're always saying Noel's Noel's been problematic from the start. Mm-hmm. Um, all those things, yes, hundred percent true. However, I will say Ben has had his share of issues, like really mostly focused around the gambling fighting kind of stuff, and which wasn't like. I don't know, maybe it was what, four episodes? And then sure, there was the Avery thing, but that's a little more complicated. Um, I don't think, I think a um, lot of people try to boil the Avery thing down to not being that complicated. 
And it always bothers me. It's like, no, that was complicated. Yeah, I feel like that was more complicated. Um, but like, I'm just never going to forget, you know, putting a guy in the hospital and like the sound of the punches on the street or the punching of the lamp near Felicity. Like those are moments that I can't erase. Sure. But that's not what Mary disputes. She disputes him wanting to be a doctor all of a sudden. No, 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 I agree. I'm just saying in the scathing review of Noel, ah. there are some like, there were points where I was like, you know, Noel is the better of two bad options at this moment. Yeah. Hard to say. I, I, I think Noel, um, I think I like where Noel is headed in terms of being a more balanced individual okay. out of the context of Felicity. Right. Like, I don't know if there was ever hope for him in the context of Felicity. I think there was too much of an obsession there. It was always un like on unstable footing. But now that he's limiting his time with Felicity, I do feel like I'm going to see my a Noel that feels like he can just stay balanced a little bit more. Um, and I prefer to see Noel in that position because it's too painful to watch him not like that, you know? Painful and cringy. Yeah. I mean, it's just hard. It's like, why are you doing this stuff, Noel? Yeah. He's been on a journey, that man. Tyra Banks, anyone? I'm... <laughs> Yeah, long streaks in the hair and moments. Yeah, he's got yeah. a lot. This guy. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, that might be that. I mean, if if they were taking a more nuanced look, maybe um, many of those actions perhaps could could speak to an underlying mental health issue. Um, perhaps beyond depression or, mm -hmm. you know, together with depression. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. think you explain. I think you explain a lot of it with low self-esteem, but also yeah. he has these weird tendencies to just, I don't know, make, make these decisions that don't seem orderly. He seems like a very ordered you know, I, I don't want to say neurotic, but like, it, like on that end of the spectrum, like he's a rule follower generally when it doesn't involve TP. Um, and, and then he just goes off and yeah. does stuff that doesn't make any sense. And so, you know, I don't think they've quite portrayed necessarily bipolar very well with him but like something more in the like there's a manic side to what he does sometimes mm -hmm. okay well mary we need this full treatise on the end of the season just Absolutely. please and thank you um you're the best <laughs> uh gosh Yay. this is good stuff this is good stuff this is the uh, and the research we needed too nicely done mm -hmm. oh my goodness all right fish 
it's time for us to rate the episode. I believe last time you went first. I did. And so I'm happy to start for this one. Um, I, I, so I rated this one in the unit of romantic airport scenes. Oh. Because yeah. this was probably one of the last. I'm guessing. Ever. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to sit here and say there's never been another one. I don't know. But they're probably before they go through security. And there's less urgency about that. <laughs> so, like, mm-hmm. I think um, it's strange to think of that context for this. But anyway, I'm going to go with 7.9 out of 10 romantic airport scenes. I think I was expecting this to be higher. Yeah. Um. Because there are certain moments that I think are really quite lovely and memorable. I mean, certainly Ben and Felicity getting back together was a moment I'm sure many people were happy about. And, you know, the Ben running through the city streets and, (laughs) you know, them catching up at the airport. I think all of that's awesome and lovely and iconic in its way. And um, I think that you know the walk and talk at the end of the episode with everybody at the dance is very nice um but i once again i i didn't need the music so much yes uh that 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 music so much underpinning everything um so that didn't help but also as we really sat and unpacked this I just, I think that we did come across a writing problem. I think that I don't know what the show was trying to tell us about whether this is a happy story or a sad story um, of people getting back together. <laughs> like, I I think they thought they were telling a happy story and you and I didn't see it that way. And I think that was a miss of what they were trying to do. And I, I don't know if, um, I wonder what listeners think about it you know like i fish have we lived just too much particular kind of life or (laughs) you know like i do if you've experienced something in a certain way can you never see scenes like this in the positive way and other people can't like i just don't know so i think if what they wanted was for us to feel hopeful about ben's mom and dad and Ben and Felicity, they fell short of that for us. And in fact, they felt in the opposite category for us. And because they've paralleled Ben and Felicity, uh, Ben's mom and dad with the relationship of Ben and Felicity, it puts this weird energy on them getting back together here. Um, but I want to see them getting back together as a fun, good thing. That's a relief for both of them. So maybe... I don't know you just when you do it in the context of an episode where it really looks like his parents are continuing a bad cycle and Ben is directly relating that bad cycle to his relationship with Felicity and he gets back together with her how are we supposed to feel great about it but I want to feel great about it so I think it's uh, just confusing writing for me and, um, but there just, there are a lot of great moments and a lot of, you know, iconic moments. So I, I didn't want it to be so low. 7.9 out of 10 
romantic airport scenes for me. Okay. I mean, I pretty much felt the same way. Um, it gets dinged for the music. All of it. I mean, that that particular Linda song. <sighs> um, just wish it wasn't there. Uh-huh. And and it gets dinged for for what we've talked about and what you just said, you know, not ha- not having the moment of Ben separating his relationship from his parents. Um, I actually like the way that that they ended up telling the story about his mother and father. I think that adds a level of complexity and reality to it. It's just that then they don't explore that with Ben. Mm-hmm. They, you're right. It's this. It, it calls his decision making into question because they don't tell us, um, you know, exactly what he's thinking. He's hinting, you know, here and there with like love and hurt and tests and mom and you and me and Felicity and wait, what? Um, so yeah, uh, I feel like it is the main issue that I have around it is has to do with the writing around Ben mm-hmm. and, and the reason for his decision. Everything else uh, I liked in this episode um again i'm i'm loving rita as a character uh and you know just generally i I mean it's not that i enjoy the message (laughs) that it's sending but i think they they very effectively told a sad story uh about his mom and dad and was it separate like had it been completely separate they told two really great stories one that i could feel really good about with felicity and ben very romantic very like i don't know i can feel really good about that and then i can feel like really bad about and, and you know in the complication of his, um, I like Nolan Sean together. Again, adorable. Um, sad that Elena and Megan were in this for a combined twenty seconds. But you know, what are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. Um, didn't like that that Javier was so uh, shallow. But you know, all right. Yes, that's who they're making him. Um, I don't know that he wasn't that before. I mean, this is a guy who's been talking about lipo since season one. Yeah, but again, he had those moments where he was talking about relationships with Ben and he was talking about what love means and what it looks like. And he was able to be like the older, wiser mentor. And I don't know. And and like always rooting for love in this very optimistic, happy like let's look on the bright side of life kind of way and Mm -hmm. i felt like that was more of his character rather than the 
kind of shallow, bitchy, I'm going to wear pink kind of guy. So I feel like it has changed and I, I don't love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm coming out around the same place. I don't think I disliked as much of it maybe. Um, so I'm going to give it an 8.5, 8.5 gloves. Um, I would definitely watch it again. Okay. This is, this is a good one. I, I really liked the shots through the windows. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot of like us or other people looking through glass. I enjoy it. I don't yeah. know why, but I do. All right. Well, there you have it. 8.5 out of 10 gloves, 7.9 out of 10 romantic airport scenes from us. But we want to hear from you all, okay? We have to hear your thoughts. We really have to hear your thoughts because I, I just, I'm very curious how this one landed for yeah. everybody. Um, so please share your thoughts or your Felicity fan art with us at themelissafish at gmail.com. It's Melissa with one L, two S's, themelissafish at gmail.com. You can also be part of a conversation on Instagram with all of us over at Felicity Podcast. And if you want to know when we drop new episodes of the podcast, you can sign up for our newsletter. You can do that by checking wherever you listen to this podcast. Check your show notes. The link is there. And while you're there, go ahead and rate and review us. It just helps other Felicity fans find this content. All right. Uh, Fish. Next episode that we're going to watch. God rest our souls. (laughs) Future shock. Future shock. So wait, thinking? hold on. This is episode 11? 12. The, well, no, the no, one we the just, one we just watched. Mm-hmm. So let me count again, because podcasting, amazing. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. So this is the start of the six. Mm-hmm. But they haven't graduated. No, 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 no. Oh, they have 20. They had tw- Okay, it goes to 17. Okay, sorry. Yeah, 18 to 22 is the time travel. Okay, so future shock. Well, we know it's- Is that a spoiler? Sh- Did I just say a spoiler? Sorry, spoiler alert. I, oops, I, we've said that, right? The, the back five is like time travel. We've said that. We've right? said that so many times. Okay, great, great. I, I just put it <laughs> It's fine. Um, yeah, 12 yes. through 17 is the- the last six of the regular yeah. season, we'll say. Yeah. All right. So we know it's in the future because it's after winter break. And the shock is that Lauren is pregnant. Uh-huh. Good guess. Yeah. Excellent guess. We know this completely spoiled because on. Melissa spoiled it. So like, hard. So Relentlessly. Hard. Yeah. And last time we did give you a spoiler alert. And you could have gone ahead and she said, watch three episodes. This time we didn't give you a spoiler alert. So I apologize. That was a huge spoiler. No, but I mean, I think, I I think, like, assume that we've been talking about the spoiler for, you know, like, I, I, I don't know, I guess I just figured we dropped that. It's dropped. But also at the beginning of every show, we say it's not a spoiler free podcast. We sure so. do. And I make. Yep. A lot of embellishment around that point, <laughs> if you will. Um, like, you may just be like, la, 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 it doesn't mean anything. Well, folks, we drop spoilers, okay? That's yeah. how we do it. That's how we roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, that's fair. Yeah. So that's my prediction, yeah. which is less of a prediction than just a regurgitation of what you said last 
episode. So true. Yeah. Well, you get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, evil Lauren is on her way. Uh, this will be interesting to talk about. I don't know what to tell you. Um, all right. Well, anything else you wanted to say about this one, Fish? Nope. I think we've done it all. All right. Well, until next time, don't hook up with Ben while I'm gone. I'm a fish. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.